No, go ahead, talk. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. No. Do it. No. Do it. <laughs> Say, you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. <laughs> Do it. <laughs> you're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. The WordBros.com. Welcome to another fantabulous edition of Word Bros. Oh, the Ringo Award-winning Word Bros. Yeah, we'll talk about that another time. Um, but yeah, we won. Uh, well, I mean, we went with Joe Long, so I don't want to go on the intro long, but the uh, we won the best humor comic at the 2021 Ringo Awards. Yes. Yes, we did. Thank you. So. Thank we you so much. there without you. Yeah, thank you so much to everybody that supported the book, that backed the book on Kickstarter, that read the book, that nominated, that helped us get nominated to all the pros that voted for us. It was a, a wonderfully like I think my my soul left my body as we were walking up to the stage. My brain completely shut off. So yeah, it was I lost probably like 10 minutes of my life. It reminded me of when I used to drink when I would black out and I'd wake up and go, how did that happen? I don't remember any of that. I don't remember anything that happened after they said our name for about 10 minutes, but it was magical and wonderful and, and, and moving. And I love comics. I love all of you. I love our book. I love Walter and Chaz and Kevin. I love you. You know that. Um it's just it was a it was a magical moment and we're happy to have won. But you know who else we love, Jeff? Do you know who else we love, Bob? Who? Joe Corallo. Yep, you love me so much you called me the wrong name. I said job. <laughs> job. I mixed I mixed you and Joe together like job. you had a relationship. <laughs> I mixed you guys together like you were in a relationship like Benefer. So that's what happened. We're a power couple. Bevan. All right, so let's uh <laughs> let's talk to Joe and uh thank you guys for all your support. Cuz some sometimes Joe, I like to hit record before the guests are aware of it. So yeah. if they clam up once I say, okay, I'm going to hit record, I can get some good stuff. We can get some good stuff sure. going. But with you, clearly, I mean, you're, you're a writer, you're an editor, you're clearly a podcasting professional. Like, He's you a know, professional. Yeah. You, you, have the, you have the gift of gab. Uh, you like to talk. Uh, you enjoy <laughs> well, talking yeah. about various subjects, whether it's Spider-Man on Comics Inebriated with sure. Liana and Matt, whether it's people taking memes too seriously <laughs> on the internet. I mean, like you could just talk about anything and I love it. I could. Thank you. Just like, um, so like when you, you hit record on Zoom, you get the little pop up that's like, got it and leave meeting. And that's like it. Yeah. Those are your options. It's like yeah. either you understand what recording means or get out. That's, <laughs> that's what I got. Yeah. She says yeah. it so nice though. Like, how could you leave meeting? Like, she's like, this yeah. message is being recorded. Like, it's very nice. It's very yeah. Nice. So, so it's just like, whoa, that's really extreme. 
Well, they just started doing that. that. That's a feature that's probably maybe two or three months old because mm-hmm. before you could just hit record and it would just record. But now it, it comes up, this meeting is being recorded. So I guess it's for, uh, I guess, security purposes. So people don't think the people know they're being recorded and not against their will or yada, it's because, yada, yada. It's because some nerd on a podcast said something they regret and now they don't have a career. That's what happened. That's what happened. Yes, but if Sumner on a podcast said something they regret, then that's fine with me. I'm okay with that. (laughs) Yeah. I like to think this is like something that like, uh, I I don't know, maybe Giuliani got someone to do and then he messes it up anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Kind of like, kind of like Borat, like at the end. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, It's just like that comedy of errors and it's like okay Giuliani they gave you the prompt you're not gonna mess it up this time but he's still he's still up there sweating hair did. dye oh yeah I know and then it's just it's just like you know it's like something like out of Seinfeld he said I didn't know I clicked out of the window and it went behind the other way I didn't see it I don't... <laughs> yada 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 yeah. yada 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 I'm being tried for treason <laughs> Uh, uh. it's like where do you go and he was also on seinfeld so oh that's right he was on seinfeld the yogurt with the with the low fat yogurt that wasn't actually low fat that led to uh dinkins being thrown out of office i guess that's actually that's what i got out of it i was actually hoping he had a pirate shirt but like nobody (laughs) wants to see giuliani in a pirate shirt not even me but i mean it, it, it would be funny it would be or um god there was that like movie oh uh, god who was it james woods plays yes. giuliani yeah 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 yeah. yeah. i <laughs> watched that like during the pandemic it got dark at points and <laughs> you know so you're just like scrolling through like amazon and other stuff and i was just like we're doing it and it's just like this like bizarre like triumphant tale of this man who can't stop cheating on his wife <laughs> but yeah it's uh if if you if you have any questions about giuliani you can watch have you seen the john oliver uh clip he does about giuliani it's pretty great like, I'm pretty sure I have. It's yeah. it's 24 minutes of him just ripping Giuliani apart, and <laughs> it's, it's pretty wonderful. America's man. Well, I mean, think about what a fall from grace that guy had. He was literally like the most popular person in America after 9-11, and then now yeah. he's just some babbling idiot who, I mean, just he's a man of giant hand gestures and sweating. Like, that's his MO <laughs> at this point. Like, he just sweats and makes big hand gestures. I don't know. Yeah. Wow. Well, you know, I, I mean, every New York Italian has like an uncle like that, but yeah. <laughs> do, now, do yeah. you have an uncle like that? I'm pretty sure I do. Now, do, you, um, do you talk yeah. to that uncle a lot? Yeah, you know, it's uh, I, I have multiple like aggressively slash tragically New York Italian uncles. <laughs> and, uh, <laughs> you know, like there's like sometimes you see, it's like you're like tragically new york italian like that like that kind of that kind of you know like he worked for like the mta you know it's a whole it's a whole thing that was that was one of the issues i had with the sopranos at times because i just felt like i was watching my friends italian family argue with each other when they had the when they had the whole storyline of 
you threw that sandwich at Vito, you have to apologize. I'm like, what am I watching here? Like, honestly, what am I watching here? Like, this is just watching my friend's house up the street. I don't need to spend 15 bucks a month to watch this. It's ridiculous. Oh, for sure. And I mean, you know, and you, you know, I'll go there, I'll talk to you know, and it's like, you know, oh my God, you know, they raised the 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 rates again. They're like, oh my God, you know, you used to be able to do X, Y, and Z, and now it's less and they, they take more from you. And uh life's just sad, I guess, is really what you got out of that. Did you hear Nikki got cancer? Oh my god, I can't believe it. Not Nikki, <laughs> Nikki got cancer. Oh my goodness. Well, like it's just that's every that's every Italian family. What's that's every coming to that's huh? every Italian <laughs> Thanksgiving or Christmas right there. Like that's it. I hate to generalize, but that's it. This costs too much. What's happening here? Family member got cancer. Okay, great. Mm-hmm. Fuck him anyway. I never really liked yeah. him. Oh yeah, no, it's, it's a lot of that. It's a lot of um, you know, there's the there's the the catty elements to it, you know, like, oh well, we can't have so and so because you know. When it was so and so's birthday, they they gave him a card, but they didn't put any nothing, nothing, no gift or anything. It was just a card, that kind of stuff. Yeah, you yeah, know, yeah. So, so did growing up Italian prepare you for life in comics? Um, <laughs> yeah, kinda. I mean, you know, it prepared me for for comics in the sense that you know, uh, like uh, my my grandparents uh, who, are, who are still with us. Um, uh, my grandma's uh, coming to town like next week. That's going to be a whole, whole thing I got to prep for. But they uh, they used to have, you know, like a Sunday dinner thing, a bunch of people uh, getting together. So that kind of got me ready for like cons. And it's like you're going to have to deal with people that you some you're going to be excited to see. Some people eh, not so much. <laughs> uh, you know, and, and you all just kind of like stuck together for a bit, you know, like that kind of stuff. So yeah, like that helped. Are you gonna get the whole like speech, the whole Joey used to be such a nice boy, and I heard you on the radio the other day cussing about Spider-Man. How could you do that? <laughs> Luckily, it, no one actually like listens to or okay. reads anything like it, like in my family. They say, you know, like it. it it's past that point, you know, like, like the first like Kickstarter I was involved with, uh, like my, my grandma, like mailed me a card with uh, a $20 bill and a $5 bill. Nice. It was like, put this towards the Kickstarter. Right? <laughs> That's you know? amazing. Right? It's, it's amazing. Horrible. I made Fuck the card out to the, I mailed it to the internet, Joey. Hopefully it gets there. <laughs> <laughs> to you the know, like internet. I, uh, <laughs> I mailed like it. my mom's side of the family so i yeah. mailed it they saw the kickstarters in brooklyn so i mailed it to kickstarter attention joey um, I hope you got there, it. Yeah, but like um, but yeah so like there's the one and then like after that you know i think family made it you know very clear that it was like you're you're fine now we don't you're <laughs> and other people care now so we don't have to do well, this i mean it's nice that other people care now because other people do care now because you're doing it's a lot true. of you're doing a lot of stuff you're not depending on your aunt up the street to mail you 10 bucks i mean you've got a you've got a <laughs> lot of you. you've got a lot of stuff going on right yeah no it's it's nice i i you know i got the stuff that people see i got the stuff that i 
I can't talk, talk about. about. Right. I got yeah. the stuff that I got the thing that I'll accidentally say something and then I, I'm not supposed <laughs> to talk about it. And then afterwards, I'm going to like DM you and be like, guys, you got to like clip this out. And you're going to be like, oh, all right, fine. No, no big deal. And then you're going to have like your side conversation with like, why the fuck was Joe talking about this thing? You couldn't even. <laughs> say and now i gotta like edit this like i want to hear the stuff that you can't say now that's what i want to hear that's <laughs> that's the good stuff you're going straight for the juice bobby i mean right? that's what we're here man we're squ- i mean i want that juice son let me hear it what you got <laughs> well here's the problem that could go in like multiple different directions there's the directions of oh i'm working on cool stuff and then there's like the the other horrible direction that goes in and like you know like let me tell you the stuff that the government doesn't want you to hear i want both if you could tell me both that would be awesome (laughs) you know but um i'm pretty sure the government's like indifferent on my projects but who knows no, I don't know, man. I'm sure they're pretty excited about it. Now, you are you're an editor extraordinaire. Yes, you've Thank edited you. books. You've edited books for Comicsology Originals. You edit books for um, for Mad Cave, and you're also a freelance editor. Correct? Is that true? Yeah, I'm a, I'm a freelance editor. I, I edited um, uh, what was it? Uh, oh shit, it's Kim and Kim over at a Black Mass Studios. I did a little bit with like a Wave Blue World with the Dead Beats anthologies, and uh, the second one's available now. And uh, those were a lot of fun. Um, I, I say that now because it's done. Because like halfway <laughs> through an anthology, it's the dumbest decision you've ever made in your life. Because <laughs> you're like, oh, this isn't going to be a problem. I just got to, you know, like keep on top of like 50 something people and there's no problem. And then it's it just it just wears you down. And it's, you know, you're just like, you're, you're chasing down people and it's that, and you think, you know, the people that are going to be late and you don't, someone else, but you know, it, it all ends up being fine, but it's those like few weeks before it goes to the printer where, you know, like nothing can make you happy until this book <laughs> is done. You're just like, you're like, I can try to unwind, but like, I can't feel freedom until everything is like in yeah you know but um and you know and then there's those stories that you know you think to yourself like i don't know how this is gonna turn out but uh i'll trust you guys and, <laughs> and it, it works out there there were one or two in in uh, there was at least one in, in this volume <laughs> where eric and i both read the the script and we were like no, this is gonna go. But, uh... <laughs> so, 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 how do you get that message across to the talent tactfully? Like, how do you do that? Do you just go, "All right, I guess we'll see." Like, how does that conversation go? How does that? How do you word that email, Joey? Well, this well, if I can go, call you Joey, you can, yeah, it's fine. I'm going to be hearing that next week from my grandma, so that's fine. <laughs> Bob, the, Bob is just like your grandma, but more tech. tech savvy. <laughs> we pro- and the cool part is yeah. we probably have the same haircut, so and it's that's, awesome. and the same that's fair. Yeah. <laughs> but, but she also like. But the the funny thing with that, but before I get to uh, how to not insult talent by telling them you don't know where the script's going to go, is. Um, <laughs> she'll call me joey but then like you know i always call her like grandma and and she she like tried to make like gram happen 
she would like call and like when she would leave a message she'd be like it's graham and it's like i'm never calling you Graham. <laughs> it's not happening you wouldn't give her the abbreviation you were like no no it's like it's it's grandma it's like yeah. hi grandma it's like i can't i'm sorry I'm not, it's gotta not, be more formal like you can't yeah. have that nickname relationship <laughs> yeah, no, I can't. I can't. I, I, I'm I'm in too deep at this point. Yeah, that's what I was gonna say. At this point, it's too late. Like you can't go to Graham. I mean, you guys, yeah. have, she's been your grandma your whole life. You're you're yeah. you're 34 years old, I imagine, right? Like 35, yeah. something like that. I'm 36. I wow. just. Yeah, what, what a guess. <laughs> so yeah, you can't you can't switch that late in, in yeah, yeah. the game. No, it's, it's too hard. It's too. It's crazy. Yeah, but it's, um... it's grandma. Yeah, exactly. So, so when you talk to like talent about something like that, you know, like the, the way I kind of did it was like, okay, well, we're going to see how this goes. And if we need to fix things and like the lettering or the dialogue or something, we'll, we'll do it that way. And um, I ended up doing some edits uh, to make things like sort of fit. And then it worked out and it was great. Uh, we're go. really happy with it. We initially were like, are we going to have to like have like an interstitial, one of the little bits with the shopkeeper that's going to like explain kind of what's happening here? But like, no, it, it, it worked uh, perfectly. That's so. wonderful. Yeah, no, and I'm really happy with it. And I imagine a lot of your job is kind of tactfully telling people as an editor that their ideas might not work out. Like that's, mm -hmm. that's gotta be hard for you because people are so tied to what they want to do. Uh, how do you handle situations of those, na of that nature? Uh, it's, yeah, it's, it's difficult. Um, I mean, the big thing with that is you have to, do your homework and know what you're talking about. If you're coming in and being like, this isn't gonna work, you can't just be like, I read this and it's not working and because they're, you're gonna get pushback of like, well, what do you mean? And you can't be like, I just kind of got a feeling. You gotta like, <laughs> you know, if you care enough about something to change it or suggest a change, you have to be like, hey, this contradicts this thing in this issue where this just logically doesn't work. Can we do something to make it work and, and work with someone about that? Because it's always like one problem I think people run into when like you're working with like an editor is sometimes an editor crosses a line and it's you're no longer trying to help the team tell the best version of their story. You're trying to put an element of the story, like of yours into it. You're, you're interjecting something and it's always needing to be like aware of that and being like, I, I'm not trying to enter. You can't be interjecting things into the story. You have to be like, look, I want this story to be the best. I think if this happens or you do this or this scene goes the way it is on paper right now, it's working against the story you're trying to tell. Okay. And like that kind of stuff. Cause you know, those, those things do happen. And you know, if there's big like logic holes or something like that, I know as a reader, I kind of go full stop if there's something that's really glaring. And once you hit that, your mind at least my mind 
is then kind of like stuck in that mode and you start like looking for more problems. Yeah, 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 yeah. You know, it's just like when you're reading, like, and again, this is for me. I don't know if it's for everyone. When I noticed, uh, when I notice a spelling error, I will then be like, even though I'm not like actively looking for, like, I'll be looking for more spelling <laughs> errors after you see the first one. You're like, oh, that just pops out at you because you know you stumble reading it or something you're like yeah, that's yeah. like a typo and then you you can't help it or at least i can't of like is there another typo here is there another, and you just start like <laughs> getting into that so so yeah I, I mean yeah it sucks yeah sometimes you present a good case and i i think i present a good case and you know sometimes it's like nope we're doing it this way and and you have to kind of pick your battles okay and be like, okay, you know, and, and do it politely. You can't be like, all right, well, if you want to write dog shit, then I guess you're writing dog <laughs> shit. But, but yeah, you know, you got to just like, you know, you know, work with people and all that. And then, um, you know, also being on top of it with like the art, because, um, you know, sometimes people do stuff and like, you'll just be reading this thing and be like, this guy randomly loses his mustache. It's you know, <laughs> like one panel, and, or you know something like that, yeah. or like. And sometimes it's just like, like some accident where like a layer gets turned off, and like something's missing, and like somehow no one caught it, and then it's in like the lettering phase. And you're like, what the fuck? What, what happened on this page? There's a lot of that kind of stuff too. So. It sounds like a thankless job. Like it really does. Like you have to be the bad guy all the time, and that sounds pretty mm-hmm. tough. No, absolutely. You gotta, you gotta be the bad guy. You gotta, um, you know, work. It's it's a lot of working with people. It's a lot of like having them, you know, go back and forth on certain things. Be like, okay, I'm gonna, we're gonna talk about the good stuff. Let's, you know, like, yeah, you're doing a great job. This and this. Uh, what about this? And, and you know, and then I you know, and I've worked with editors before. Um, I'm working with an editor on something right now. It's just about done. It's a five issue thing that should hopefully be announced soon. But, you know, working with that editor and being an editor myself, you know, like basically getting that editor's notes and then depending on what they're for, like if they're for the writing and stuff, that's fine. But, you know, I'll, I'll get the notes and then pass them on to the artist. But I'll go through and be like, okay, what notes here need to go to the artist? What here is like not worth it? Mm-hmm. You know, like, cause sometimes- Feeling nitpicky, like what feels nitpicky, yeah. Yeah, because th- this editor will just like, here's everything. And then I go through before it goes to the artist and go Who like- Who edits the editors, Joe? <laughs> Joe does. Joe Corallo does. Joe Corallo does. But, but yeah, but you know, and I think that's you know, it's it's important and valuable to be like, it's you know, you don't want to like sometimes it's just like who gives a fuck like in certain <laughs> points, but uh, but you know, because um, and then you'll go through like all of that and do a lot of meticulous stuff just to have like some reviewer find like the one thing that everyone missed. When like you're like this book's like a month late because we meticulously combed everything, and then like some like you know flipping little 
Jane's like, ah, this person was missing a hat from this panel. What a bunch <laughs> of morons. <laughs> and uh, yeah, so uh, so comics are great is where this is going. Comics are, comics are great, man. I mean, <laughs> yeah. like... I mean, it sounds it sounds like you're you're really enjoying yourself on this journey that that you're on right now. I mean, oh yeah, Kim and Kim was a hot book. I mean, that thing sold like fucking hotcakes, and and yeah. you you were the editor on that, and then uh, the Deadbeats thing did really well on Kickstarter, and that's doing yeah. really well with the Brave uh, 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 Brave New World, Brave a, a Wave Blue World, a Wave New World. There it is, a wave, you, a wave Blue World, a Wave yeah. Blue World. So we'll put it together. You know what? I'll edit it. Together. That's fine. Now we'll just get it. In, we'll get it in post. So, uh, so yeah. And then you've got your own stuff too that you're working on. You've got the uh, yeah. you did. She said destroy with Vault and Liana. How was working with uh, a Miss Popularity? Everyone's favorite Liana Kankis. That had to be the best, right? Oh, like she, you, she's yeah. she's a joy. <laughs> no, she is. Um, it's funny because um, her first like published comic work was in uh, the mine anthology that I edited. Really, uh, to benefit oh, Planned wow. Parenthood. And, uh, and uh, I can't take full credit. Pat Shand had her draw, you know, his story. No, I love but, Pat. I love Pat. Yeah. Pat's, Pat's amazing. Pat's yeah. one of my favorite people ever. I've, um, I met him. Ditto. God, like, uh, <laughs> like a decade ago at like uh, Collector's Kingdom in uh, on Long Island. It's no longer here. It burned down, but um, fun story. But... Uh, <laughs> But uh, you know, I met him. He was like the first like Robin Hood trade or something like just came out. And uh, yeah, we've we've been friends since then. Um, you know, trying to think, I, I've helped him a couple of times uh, load in like the pallets of books he'd get uh, for for some of his kickstarters. So um, you know, and, and we get a there's a Pudgy's fried chicken. Uh, not terribly far. So I was gonna ask if he up. fed you, because yeah. otherwise it's not, it's not, it's not true. Pat Shand, it's not true to form. It's not it's, on brand. It's very true. But uh, <laughs> but yeah, and and, um, and I got to write a backup in Destiny New York Volume Four. Oh, that's so, awesome. Thank you. Yeah, that no, was a lot of fun doing that. But um, but yeah, back to Liana because we were. <laughs> went away around but um yeah but if we're gonna I, talk about if we're gonna talk about pat it's worth it because i love pat like, it's he's true just, no he's, he's a good dude he is like the unsung like kickstarter hero yes like everyone <laughs> talks about you know all the people we know and, and rightfully so it's like of course spike trotman and you know some of these other people who who have like major successes but it's like Pat's on like what two dozen yeah. Yeah. like successful Kickstarters that you know have all been delivered in a reasonable time frame. Yeah. It's just like just grinding. Yeah, yeah. is grinding and his hustle's amazing. And yes. and he's and he's very funny, dude, and very nice yeah. dude. And and go ahead, Bobby. You were gonna gonna say, and if you want, if you want the truth about somebody, just ask Pat Shan. Oh my God! <laughs> like if we, you. Want- we, we talk truth a lot. Um, there are there are some very silly uh, social media posts out there that we will send each other. It's, <laughs> it's wonderful. It's just like you see this shit. Like, I believe oh, Kevin. Ke- Kevin, what is your nickname for Pat? Uh, Ginger Nas. Ginger Nas. Like, he just he's like he's like he's like. He's like Nas, but a ginger white dude who's gonna just drop some bars on Instagram. He just kills and, it. 
and then tell you the truth about everything. Yeah. It's, it's, always no, a, for, it's, sure. it's always a pleasure when he slides up in my DMs and be like, what the fuck is going on with these comic people? It's like, man, I don't know, man. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I, absolutely. No, we, we've had multiple conversations like and you know it's it's fun and um he's so unapologetic with his opinions yes and i love that because like <laughs> you know it's 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 just great he he likes certain things he thinks other things suck he has no problem just <laughs> openly discussing that it's great yeah um so then there's like the opposite of that which is liana yeah. <laughs> uh, in a good way i didn't mean that yeah to be like yeah, yeah no no it was, a, it was a nice segue it was, it yeah. was very pro yeah yeah because she's you know she she like goes out of her way to find like the good in people oh yeah it's yeah weird. and she's extraordinarily but, <laughs> it's nice weird, all the time. <laughs> weird you know? but um but no, I met her um, at, we did a big signing for mine at Forbidden Planet, uh, like December 30th, uh, 2017. And um, Denny O'Neill was there um, signing with us. Like, it's Liana. Wow. Um, we got Mindy Newell, who was first woman to solo write uh, Wonder Woman stories. Uh, trying to think, Glenn Greenberg, who was an editor at a, uh, Marvel in the 90s. Um, Mark Wheatley was there. Holy like shit. crowd of yeah. uh, people all signing. And like Carl Potts, like just came to the signing to like, <laughs> you know, be there. Um, yeah, I'm sure it came for like Denny, but it's nice. And I can still be like, ooh, Carl Potts can do this. But, um, <laughs> you know, like, uh, you know, Rosenberg came by. It was very nice. It was actually, it was Vita's first signing at Forbidden Planet. Oh, that's cool. So, like, uh, the, the people are very, you know, uh, supportive and, and all that. But it, it, was, it was a lot of fun. But that's where I met Liana in person. And we talked a little bit. And then I had this idea for a comic, like, a month after that. I was talking about uh, The Wicked and the Divine with a friend of mine, Beth. And, uh, you know, I... I'm sure I don't have to tell you folks and you listeners about that, the wicked and the divine, your, your Wiktivs, um, with your, your, your Karens and your Jamies and your Matt Wilsons and all that. But so, so we're talking about that and then we're like, you know, like, um, the Morrigans always like seen as or portrayed as this, you know, like villainous character in a lot of like pop culture and, uh, it'd be cool to like flip that on its head. And then I, then I was like, yeah, let me see that and let me do do something with that. And that's how I kind of came up with uh, She Said Destroy, uh, which is uh, based off, the, the, the title is from that Death in June song, uh, She Said Destroy, because uh, I'm a big Death in June fan. So um, <laughs> you know, put it together. And here's the thing. I almost, I don't hate telling this story, but I feel bad in the sense that comics never work like this and i never want to give people the impression that it will ever work this way but basically <laughs> what happened is the first person i asked about collaborating or potentially collaborating on this was liana and she was like yeah like okay wow and then the and then the first publisher we sent it to was vault and they were like yeah we were like <laughs> that's amazing that never right? happens that never that's happens a, that never happens no it never happens and it hasn't happened to me since either. <laughs> so, 
but um but no that's uh yeah it, it worked out that way we ended up uh being at um uh, what was it emerald city and you know got to talk to like yeah it was at emerald city where i talked to them about a couple of ideas and they were interested and she said destroy and then liana and i were both at san diego that year in 2018 and we got to you know talk to them there and they were like okay yeah yeah well let's let's do it and and yeah it all sort of fell into out. place look at that going yeah. to the going to the big shows meeting the, the the big people hobnobbing with superstars doing what you got to do right yeah absolutely so that, that's um, amazing yeah thank you yeah no it was a uh, it was good it's the only san diego comic-con i've gone to so far um, it's tough being in uh, New York. And if you try to like fly out there and get a hotel or something, it's like, I don't know how you people afford it. It's insane. <laughs> the, the flights to San Diego from New York during Comic-Con like week are insane. Yeah. It's like, all right, it's a, you know, like a drop a grand or whatever. Sure. Just a, that's crazy. Yeah, that's crazy. It's, it's nuts. But, um, you know, but got to do that i was at the eisner uh, dinner at that show Whoa. and i got to sit with uh was it tilly walden oh nice uh, you know of, of spinning fame and mm-hmm. uh, on a sunbeam which i i read recently and um you know she won but she was like the second to last person up so she like gets up to the stage and goes like thank you everybody it's, it's very late let's go to bed and does that like, with, her, with her arm like up in the air like let's go to bed and just leaves like that's great. wonderful that's the way i felt after the rico awards last week we just yeah. kevin, kevin did go to bed kevin and i hung out with our significant others for a couple minutes and i was like mm-hmm. all right i'm going home i'm tired like that's it yeah. it's it's 10 45 it's way past my bedtime i gotta go I to bed i didn't go home so there you go Say there's one of us that doesn't and one of us that does. So, but then well, I heard okay. we can never go home. Oh, that's true. Yes, yeah. we can't. I mean, we can't. Yeah. And we can't. I heard that that Rosenberg and, and Hood agree with you. So, yeah, that's that's what I heard. Yeah. And that's, that's a wonder. And it's a wonderful book. It is. It's, it it's is. actually one of my favorite comics of all time. It's solid choice. <laughs> <laughs> so, did you, did you edit that too, Joe? Did you edit that? I did not. Uh, but, uh, I was but I was on. Uh, what was it? I was on. Uh, I think. Yeah, this was the New York Comic Con 2017. Uh, was it 2017? No, it was 2018. There was like a Black Mask panel, and since I edited, and uh, you know, the recent volume of Kim and Kim at that time, and um, yeah, Liana was drawing um, Black Devil's Die, so like we both kind of like last minute joined that panel, and. Uh, and Pozzolo wasn't there, so it like went off the rails like very quickly. <laughs> <laughs> but um, God, yeah, no comics, crazy comics, but, uh, it's crazy. But you got some, you got some secret stuff coming out you can't talk about yet. Like that's do. that's coming soon. But sh- so keep your eyes open on your social yeah. media space and all that stuff. Where can we yeah. find you on the socials if we wanted to find you? I uh, uh, mostly on on Twitter. That's the easiest one. It's just at Joe Corallo. It's very it's, uh, really easy. I really only have Instagram, which is at Corallo Joe. So people can like tag me and stuff. I don't think I've actually posted anything on Instagram, but um, <laughs> but I got so after a while, so many people just like 
get like upset with you that they can't like tag you in something and you're like fine i'll make this so you can tag me in stuff. <laughs> like, i'm doing this for you grandma <laughs> well yeah it's, 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 it, that was my next question was the into the you're not into the gram because of gram is it like is it like some P- ptsd with the grandma nickname or no no but like okay um, just want to make sure i just you know after a while you know it's it's like ah uh, it's like there, there's all these different platforms and they all suck and it's just like <laughs> in their own really. way too in yeah. their own specific way like facebook has its own different way of sucking from instagram and twitter like they oh, all yeah. they all suck in their own way yeah well what's crazy is uh, instagram's probably like the one that sucks the least and that's yeah. the one i'm choosing not to use at all yeah <laughs> so <laughs> So some of that's just on me. I guess. Well, Instagram's hard for us as writers mm-hmm. because it's just like, I can't, nobody wants to see script pages. It's just, it just ends yeah. up being pictures of my dog and my kids and that's <laughs> it. And, and yeah. I don't know, man, like I'm just, I try to Instagram, but it's just like, I, I don't know. Yeah, and no, I'm not that interesting. Like that, that's yeah, that's Instagram. a whole other thing. Like, yeah, like, like I'm not that. Yeah. I, the things I do when I'm not doing comics are not all that interesting. Sure, but like, <clears throat> but most people aren't interesting. I mean, I, just... I, I guess if you want a lot of pro wrestling and stuff like that, you could you think you could do like I could do more with Instagram, but I, I don't want to bore I'm, everyone to death with with the people I like on pro wrestling and the people I don't. So, I'm yeah. just trying to process the fact that you're saying most people aren't interesting, Joe, because that flies in the face of every social media post I've ever seen before in my whole life, especially <laughs> especially the ones especially the ones on Instagram, because everyone on Instagram is happy and well adjusted and and good looking. They and, are living their best it's, lives they instagram. are and yeah. it's just like i look at instagram instagram's the one where i feel worse about myself than any of them yeah because everyone's no, but, everyone's so happy and physically on a beach with, on a beach with like with 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 good drinks and how um, many fucking abs and... how many fitness models are there in this world well i just don't understand like why <laughs> like why no but like but i mean like a lot of times too, it's like, you know, it's all shallow stuff because some every once in a while these things sort of happen and then you're like, uh, you know, someone, you know, you, you may, maybe you know them, maybe you vaguely know them. It's like they're doing this and then they then they like go through a breakup. Yeah. But but they're staying positive. So like but Instagram does it differently. Like Facebook in particular feeds into people like posting like it's fucking live journal about their relationship. It's complicated. And and every once in a while, it's like you see people like do these like long posts about like uh, a hard breakup. And it's like, you're in like your forties and like, you're my editor. I don't, this is not good. I don't want to see that, but but Instagram like lends itself to people just like disappearing relationships. Like you'll just be like, oh, I guess they like got divorced or something. He hasn't posted a picture with his uh, partner in the in, like a year. <laughs> that's too, that's too bad. You know, it's it's just a different forum. There's not really like a <laughs> yeah. You know, like it's. So, so you end up just like having to like DM people and that kind of stuff and like just be like, uh, 
you know, that, and that's awkward, but, but it's, yeah, yeah. I mean, that is a problem then with, with Instagram It's it's harder to feel better about yourself. Like Twitter, it's really easy. I don't oh, yeah, know. Twitter's what, a dumpster <laughs> fire. Yeah. I don't know what's going on with some of the people on, on Twitter. That's why but I love every, Twitter. Cause I can always just find a random tweet and be like, Oh, I'm, I'm glad I'm not that person there. <laughs> But that's what Twitter does for you. <laughs> but like sometimes you'll just be like reading like tweets and and they'll just be so like dark. Like, yeah, you know, someone will just be like, you know, I'm staring into the void and I desperately wish it would embrace me and take <laughs> me away from from this hell we call Earth. And then you're just like, you're like the president of disney <laughs> what are you doing <laughs> tweeting like that that's insane now, now, let me ask you a question is it harder to send the email to the editor to the writer that a script stinks or to the friend on instagram saying what happened to your partner which one is more which complicated more to do yeah <laughs> no um I don't know I think it, 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 there's ways to like divorce yourself from a lot of this stuff in a way that's like it's all about like tact and like knowing how to talk to people uh-huh. mm. like um because you never want to go in like even if your gut reaction and I mean every once in a while like um we've <laughs> all been around the block we've all we've read a few books in our day a few <laughs> scripts even and I think we've read some stuff we haven't been thrilled with (laughs) (laughs) so like it's like you just gotta you you get that out of your system you know it's like you don't tell the person in the email like every person i showed this script thought you were a moron (laughs) like you don't do that (laughs) but um you know and And you just kind of got to be like, okay, here's, um, here's some stuff that worked. Here's, here's <laughs> you, you know, here, here's some of the stuff that, that didn't. And, um, or like, um, you know, being, you got to come at it being positive about something and then being like, and how can we raise everything up to that level? Mm-hmm. Like maybe the, the concept is really strong and you're like, you know, this concept's so strong. I want to see, you know, us like just tighten this up and, and elevate this story because you got something so good here that like we gotta serve it as best as possible. You know, like that kind of yeah, that mm-hmm. kind of stuff. that kind of cool pep talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. That was good. That was a good pep talk. I feel really good about my script that I'm working on, Jim. Thank you so much. I can't, I can't wait to get back to that. And get I to, still think you're a moron, but I mean, Joe I mean might whatever. It's gotten, you know what, Kevin? It's gotten us this far. So fuck yeah, it, it has. So you've got some cool announcements that are coming out soon. Um, I guess we can't really say anything, but we just wanted to have you on because you're just an interesting fella. And I figured you'd be a joy to talk to. Yeah, uh, yeah you're just, I, I've okay. always enjoyed my, intera- my my few interactions with you. I think we've only maybe talked on two or three occasions, yeah. but I've always, but I've always enjoyed it. And I got to tell you, after, after I listened to you on 
Liana and Matt's podcast, I was like, this dude's fucking great. Like I just, <laughs> I re and I told you that when I met I you in New York, yes. like I was I like, it's the first thing he said to me. Yeah. He said, did you, yeah. did you listen to this episode of comics? I said, no, he's like, man, that guy's fucking great. Listen to it. It's yeah, amazing. Like I was <laughs> really blown away by your, 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 your humor and your, your delivery. It was really great. You're, you're a very talented guy. And this is just talking like you're, you're, yeah. you're a good talker. Thank you. No, this is all the, all off the cuff. There's no script. I just no. want to make that clear for listeners yeah. who might be like, clearly this is all Not staged. At all. And, <laughs> and these guys have been lying to us from day one. And, uh, you know, but no, this is all, you know, off the cuff stuff. But, uh, but yeah, I, I love comics. I love all sorts of comics. I have a weird, like eclectic kind of taste. What's but your favorite like, comic? What's your favorite that's, comic? That's really, really tough. But... Um, <laughs> I you, mean, could go, you could go top three. You can go top three. You know, That's a lot. God, it's so so many fucking comics. But um, but no, it's uh, what is it? Uh, Stuck Rubber Baby by Howard Cruz is up there for me. I'm a big uh, Howard Cruz fan. I own a page from that uh, from that book. He was a bit of a mentor of mine, and uh, it's uh, we we lost him at the end of uh, 2019, and then a pandemic happened to prevent there being a memorial service. It really sucked, but um, so that's on there. Um, what are some other ones that really stand out? I, I, I'm a big fan of, you know, like the Daniel Quow's, uh you know, it, it was serialized in 8-Ball, but, you know, like a Velvet Glove cast in iron is probably um. my favorite one of his because uh, it's just fucking insane. <laughs> it's just a crazy, crazy story um I, I like all of them but but that one's up there for me um i mean charles burns charles burns black hole mm -hmm. it's mm -hmm. it's it's very difficult to not include that because it just sucks you in it's so and, weird it's yeah. so it, it took me a really long time to read that book like a real like an ungodly amount of time to read it because some of it was just so kind of oddly disturbing i just had to like go all right i'm gonna i'm gonna get back to that and then oh, yeah, I no. pick it up like that because I had the, the giant trade from the library and it took yeah. me fucking forever to read. And I was just like, <laughs> I want to finish it. But I was like, I'm going to put that away for a little while and I'll come back to it. Yeah, no, uh, definitely. That's uh, it's a lot. Um, else, uh, trying to think Akira's up there for me. I really mm -hmm. um, that's uh, that's just one of those like game changer books. Um Jeez, fuck, comics, so many. Comics, I know. And, but the cool part is it's such an eclectic mix that you're talking about right yeah. here. And yeah. it's and it's nothing that, that, that you, the books that you've mentioned that are your favorite are nothing that you're kind of doing. No, because <laughs> like, that's the way I feel. One of my favorite books is is Mouse. Like that's one of yeah. my favorite. Like I fucking love that book so much. I love Parker. Like Parker is one of my favorite comics ever. But it's like I can't. I know I can't do anything like that. So I'm not gonna try. I appreciate them. I love them from afar. But yeah. I this is what I do. You know. No, for sure. I actually have one of the Parker books signed by Darwin Cook. So do oh, I. Wow. Yeah. 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 I, uh, and uh, yeah, it was really, that was a great experience because um, he wasn't like signing at New York Comic-Con. This has got to be like 2015 or 2016, something like that. 
uh, maybe 2015. I'm trying to think exactly when he passed away. But anyway, it was before he passed away, obviously. So um, he was just doing like a panel. And I, I had a, a Parker book of mine and I had Absolute New Frontier. Okay. Okay. And uh, he was talking, it was like a retrospective kind of thing about his career. And uh, Paul Levitz is uh, moderating it. And after the panel's over, there weren't a ton of people there. Uh, a lot of people don't come to those like uh, retrospectives. They come to, uh, you know, all those, uh, you know, over the top uh, celebrations of excess from like big two comics or something yeah. like that. Mm-hmm. Where it's just like, here's everybody drawing all the different Batman kind of like that kind of, but, um, <laughs> you know, so, um, so yeah, I, I go up to him after that and, um, I talked to him briefly and I tell him, and this is true, that, you know, Tim Sale had told me to get the absolute new frontier because a few years before that, I, I gave him my uh, absolute long Halloween and had him and Tim Sale like signed and sketched in it. Oh, that's cool. That's uh, awesome. Yeah, it was really awesome. He mentioned like, oh, you know, you should, if you like this format, you should get, you know, new frontier in this format. And uh, he was like, you know, they're also doing absolute dark victory. And I was like, oh, okay. And he immediately follows that up with, yeah, they'll just make anything an absolute note. <laughs> <laughs> and, uh, which I really appreciated. Yeah, uh, I love that guy. He, Tim Sale's great. So then, you know, I, I had my absolute new frontier with the Darwin Cook. And I'm just like, you know, oh, you know, Tim Sale had, you know, told me I should, you know, pick this up. And, um, it was like this like surreal kind of moment, like an old timey, like celebrity talking to like a child where <laughs> he like takes the book and he's just like, what's your name, kid? <laughs> <laughs> this is how you broke into comics, isn't it? Too? This is where like, like, you knew you were a bit like that. This is the moment. You know, and I'm like, it's Joe. It's and- Joey, sir. <laughs> Joey. <laughs> And, um, you know, he signed, he did like a quick little like green, yeah, green lantern sketch and, and gave it back to me. It's like, oh, th- thank you, Mr. Cook. And, uh, you know, <laughs> did he give uh, you a Coke afterwards? Right. Yeah, was, <laughs> but, um, and his marker. He gave you a Coke and his marker. Yeah. No, but yeah, uh, you'll, you'll be in comics one day, Joe. <laughs> yeah. And then, um, but I also, in my copy of Mouse, um, I got Art Spiegelman drew a mouse in it. Wow. And, uh, you know, I'm, I'm a, I was happy about it, but part of me is like, I don't know how appropriate it is for the context of this book for yeah, someone but to be like, still, I got a doodle though. in it. Like, yeah, but, but still, no. though. Oh, absolutely. I yeah. um, was very happy with that. Like, you know, obviously, Mouse is great. Um, uh, Dan Masichelli, um, A Serious Polyp. Uh, I haven't read that. That's it's mm-hmm. really good. And uh, if if you want him to to like you when you talk to him, you gotta be oh, serious politics, got <laughs> oh, yes, yes. But uh, and uh, I actually just um, true story. Uh, the other night, I I've got you know some books ready to read, and I was either gonna read you know the Metal Shark Bro uh, trades that you guys gave me, or Absolute Batman Year One. I would go with Absolute Batman Year One. I, I did read your trades first, but I have since also read <laughs> Absolute Batman Year One. But um, but that's something. 
a lot of similar themes in both of those books. I think, oh, or, very, yeah. very similar. <laughs> very. It's um, it's really about, you know, spitting in Satan's face in both of them, really. <laughs> well, actually, not so much Satan. Satan comes off in Metal Shark Bro is kind of a cool guy. Like, he's, kind of good dude. he's kind of a good dude. His nephew, yeah. Yeah, his nephew sucks, but Satan, yeah. Satan's cool. We got no beef yeah. with that guy. Yeah, so... Yeah. So yeah, so that's one of the weird things about comics. I, I feel like there's a, it's a certain kind of comic fan, but there's a lot of them out there who will do shit like that. They'll just be like, oh, what am I going to read tonight? A snot girl or Watchmen? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. 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 You know, and, and that's me. That's me right there. Yeah. You just described it. That's me. No, exactly. Like that's, I do that shit all the time, you but know. It's, but it's, it's it's it says something about the marketplace, though, that all of these things can kind of exist in the same in the same universe, in the same world. Yeah. You can get all of these books at your local comic shop, and that's something that's very cool about comics is you can kind of tell any story that you want to tell and mm-hmm. try to find your audience. No, a- absolutely. And uh, I here's something that. You know, this bugs me a little bit when I hear it. Is uh, I know a lot of people who, when they get into comics, like professionally, they like check out of comics. Like they're just working on their own stuff. Yeah, and yeah they're not yeah. like uh-huh. reading stuff and, mm-hmm. and being involved in it. And I think that's tragic. It's like, why Why would you want to do that? Like, you wanted to get here and then not, part- like, then not read yeah. anymore? <laughs> like, what's the point of that? You know? I mean, I, mean, I, I, I can understand because I'm still very much a fan of comics. So it's like, yeah. I, I don't think I'll ever lose that. Um, it's, it's, it's just one of those things where, like, I want to read something good. So, like, I'm hoping that I pick up your like the next book, like this book, whatever it is, like that someone's writing right now. And I go, oh, this is like the next good comic I read. So like, I don't think I'll ever lose that. It's it's weird because um, I, I do it less now, but because there's not enough time. But sure. I still I still try and do that. No, absolutely. And there's a difference between like reading less or having to figure out how to make time for it and then just being like i don't really <laughs> i don't read these things you know it's, it's i'm, like, it's I'm too bu- i'm too busy making them i don't have time to read them it's like no you got time to sit yeah. everybody everybody goes to the bathroom like just, just yeah yeah well you know like take a bus or a train somewhere you don't know, like uh you, you can't like squeeze out like 10 minutes to read a floppy before you go to bed or something yeah, I mean, come yeah, yeah. On. Mm-hmm. just I like you, you gotta make the the time for some of this stuff but um but yeah it, it kills me because there's also like people who who get weird about that where they're like like oh well now that you're you you you, you shouldn't be like getting signatures from people you should be going to cons as a fan you gotta do this and this it's like the fuck's wrong with you like just <laughs> you know, it doesn't make like, you less of a professional to get a signature i don't think but yeah I, it's very weird yeah. i've i've heard some some people do so i've heard that too but i but i just never i was like yeah whatever i'm gonna I, like are you like 
at Baltimore, I would have told Bobby, I'm, I'm going to go get my Justice Leagues by McGuire sign because he's right over there, and I'm going to go do that. Because we saw I them. we were next to Pachalo at, at Chris Pachalo at Baltimore Comic Con, and we saw like three or four really big name creators come over and just completely lose their shit. And family, oh, yeah. yeah. It and was, was amazing. amazing. It was amazing. so much fun to watch. Like they were just like, oh my God, I've been such a fan of you my whole life. Like I love all your work. And they were just rattling off stuff. And he was like, thank you. Thank you. I really appreciate it. Like yeah. talk about a cool dude, but like just yeah. to watch, like this guy is drawing Superman and, and he's just tripping over every word because he's talking to Chris Pichal. It was amazing to see because that's where we all are. Like we're all fans yeah. of of the medium and there's always someone you may be doing something very cool but there's always someone who's above you who's doing something cooler or who's done shit that's cool for 20 years mm-hmm. oh now, my god yeah, yeah so it's it, it is enjoy yourself like get involved like have a good time with it there are times yeah. where where i was we were at it we were at um heroes a couple of years ago and i wanted mm-hmm. to talk to hickman and i couldn't bring myself to do it because i was so nervous because yeah. I, I i like his work so much it's like i just don't want to make a dick of myself because i knew i would just go and then but i said I, what do you want to ask him and, and i had kevin him. i had kevin do it <laughs> for me and i was satisfied with that yeah because 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 i didn't care like if you like jonathan hickman may never see me again so i was like if he thinks i'm a dick well whatever i don't care yeah. so no, i just said sure. it i just said it like I, I was like what is it do you want to ask me i just wanted to know this and i was like, okay so I, I said as we were walking by i stopped and i said hey i just got a question about this and he's like sure and then i asked and he said it would seem so and then he did this and then i was like and I looked back and he was like, this. And I was like okay, cool. There you go. We're nice. good. I don't have no. I was like, I have, I have no further questions. And then I left. There you go. I mean, you know, sometimes sometimes you just gotta bite the bullet and do it. I I, I remember I was at uh the Zigfield here in New York before it shut down. Uh they did a uh a, a, a 70 millimeter screening of uh the hateful eight and like Tarantino oh, wow. and a bunch of the people oh, wow. were there for it. So I'm at this thing, and then like afterwards, you know, there's like people mingling around and and stuff, and I'm just walking around, and uh, you know, Michael Moore is there, and um, you know, I was like, I'm I'm gonna say something. So I, I I looked at Michael Moore and I went like, hi, and then he was like, uh, hi, and that was it. There you go. <laughs> you know. <laughs> so. <laughs> Yeah, just stuff like that. Or, um, you know, I, I, I used to write for geek.com uh, a, a few years ago. And uh, some other people, I, I believe Trace Dean, who's also doing something at Vault now, was also writing at geek.com for a bit. But um, so I got uh, press access in, in some places for, um, this is New York Comic Con. There was a presser for, uh, 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 was it, Oblivion Song from Kirkman. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Kirkman's there. And we get to ask him like anything. So uh, are, are y'all familiar with the premise of Oblivion Song to an extent? It's yes. okay if you're not. But I, I have no idea now. It's basically horrible things like this. Like Philadelphia gets really fucked up from this like these monsters coming from this other dimension. Dimension, kind of yeah. Yeah, it's another dimension. Yeah. Yeah. But it's it's Philadelphia is like ground zero, and, and this dude is like trapped in that other dimension or whatever. Yeah, that sounds or, about right. I can yeah. see Philadelphia being ground zero for the monster apocalypse. That right. totally makes sense. That, that that's perfect. <laughs> yeah. So I got to ask a couple of questions, and my questions I asked Robert Kirkman were, 
why do you hate Philadelphia so much? (laughs) (laughs) And later on, I got to ask another question. My question was, what was it like being on Comedy Bang Bang? (laughs) You know, because he was in the Halloween episode. And, And he answers the question and he talks about like not being very good at like acting or whatever. And they had to like give him like, he had to have like read cue cards and stuff like that. But then after he answers that question, he just like leans forward and goes like, you could have asked me about like anything like this comic book, The Walking Dead, there's a TV show and you're like asking me about like comedy bang bang. (laughs) (laughs) And I'm like, yeah, that's what I wanted to know. I had a moment. (laughs) I had a moment like that at Heroes many moons ago. I can't remember the I can't remember the artist's name, but he had this stack of comic pages for sale, just stacks of them. And he was the guy who did. Do you remember the old Wu Tang Clan comic back in the nineties? I heard it's nothing to fuck with. It is. <laughs> this guy right. was I can't remember his name, but he was the artist of the book. And I was like, dude, you got all these comic pages. He's like, yeah, man, they're for sale. If you want them, you can check them. I was like, yo, man, you got any of those Wu Tang pages? And you could see all of the life force just sucked out of him. He was like, no, I don't. He's like, but you don't want any of these Spider Man pages or Thor? I was like, no, dude, I want those Wu Tang pages. He's like, yeah, man, I got nothing. I was like, all right, man, cool. And I just left because we didn't connect on that level. But that's how I know you. And that's what I wanted from you. Give me what I want. Give me give me what I want. <laughs> Sorry, it didn't live up to your expectations. No, like, um, I, I mean, and that's got to suck, though, for a lot of artists. Like, I can't imagine any of the artists that did work on, like, the original run on Sandman are like, I'm sure glad I sold those pages for what I sold them for many years ago. <laughs> <laughs> you know i mean um what was it like it's crazy how cheap people used to sell original art yeah like i mean in the in the early 90s what was it uh like uh, a friend of mine martha thomas's um uh, who was working at dc at the time uh was at this like show and like richard case is there and he's selling doom patrol pages he was selling them for 30 bucks each. Holy shit. Oh, wow. Because this was, but that wasn't like extraordinarily low at the time. Like, yeah. that's just like people, it, you know, it was like this like offbeat book yeah, that doesn't yeah, yeah. have like Batman or anyone in it, you know? Like, so it's like, yeah, you know, 30 bucks. That's crazy. Yeah. I, I, I have one page from that run and i think i paid 350 for it you know yeah, yeah, yeah. and it's got none of the doom patrol in it it's just like the, <laughs> it's the brotherhood of dada characters yeah, in it. So, really so that was good but um but yeah and yeah it's it's crazy how much that's changed and even in the last like 10 years like 10 years ago it was a lot easier to get like a pretty good page for like 150 200 bucks yeah with like characters you actually want but now <laughs> I, I feel like it's like you forget it it's, it's really tough they have auctions on those so like it's it, and it gets real expensive oh so. my god yeah it's it's crazy it is uh, it's insane yeah but uh there's a heritage auction stuff i think going on now or uh yeah i, I think it's heritage auctions but uh, you know, you, you got to kind of watch and like maybe if there's something you like and there's a lot of stuff up at once, 
a couple of those pieces might fall through the cracks and you might be able to get a decent deal on something. But overall, it's a nightmare right now. Yeah. If you like original <laughs> art. No, totally. And I love original art, so it sucks. <laughs> it's a very expensive <laughs> habit, my friend. Yes. Comics, ain't it great? <laughs> yes, no, for sure. Because then it's like, do I want to spend too much money on comic art or do I want to spend too much money on comics? Or making comics too. Or or or, or do making I want your own the comics. worst of both worlds? <laughs> <laughs> and uh, what if I I lost money, but I spent a lot of time losing it? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> like you just you just described small publishing right there. That's wonderful. That's awesome. Yeah. Well. Joe, we really appreciate you coming on, man. Um, yeah, this was wonderful. Yeah, this really yes, was. Absolutely. I could do this all day, but yeah. unfortunately I have to go to bed because I'm very tired. That's but, fair. But, but yeah, man, so uh, where, you, where can we find you again? Online, social media, you like the Twitter, that's your best one? Twitter's the best way to find me, at Joe Corallo. Um, that's got a link in there to uh, Comixology, which has all my stuff Um you know that's that's available on there mm-hmm. but uh you can uh, also if you're interested uh i believe vault comics still has she said destroy issue one up is like a pdf for free nice. if you want to download it and i think mad cave also has beck star number one for free uh that's there's awesome. at least a preview but it might be for free there so so definitely check that out if you're unsure uh you can I think you can still uh, pre-order the Beckstar trade through your local comic shop. I don't think we hit final order cutoff yet, um, or we're just about to hit it. But uh, but either way, that comes out in November, so you can check that out. And if you have a Comicsology Unlimited account, uh, Lost on Planet Earth, I edited that for uh, Magistagio and Claudia Aguirre. So check that out. So yeah. Oh, and TKO is putting out a collection of all the TKO shorts. Oh, that's cool. I like a lot of those TKO shorts. That's cool. Yeah, so they're putting all of them together uh, in one, like, graphic novel. That's awesome. Yeah, so you can uh, can buy a book that has a story by me and Liana with Paula's cat on the art, and uh, a lot of other great people writing stuff. I think uh, Alex Pacadel... Steve Orlando, uh, Steve Fox. There's, there's a lot of great people in that. So that's cool. I, I really like. I really liked those shorts because they were selling them for like what ninety nine cents or something like that. They were super they, cheap they were at the cheap. comic yeah. shops. Yeah, yeah. But no, yeah. It's, it was good stuff. Uh, I had awesome. a lot of fun doing it. That's uh, awesome. That's it was a real good time. So yeah, I, I hope uh, you know people check that out too, and you can get that through TKO's website. There you go, Joe. It's been a pleasure, sir. Yes, it's been a pleasure. Uh, thank you so much for having me. Really had a good time. Talk to you soon. Sounds good. All right. How do you pronounce Joe's last name? Corallo. That was Joe Corallo. Uh, great guy, good dude. He's got a lot of stuff happening soon. So watch his space. 
uh, go to his Twitter account and follow Joe. Good guy. He gives good podcasts. I really like yeah. Joe. Good. We people. had a lot of fun talking to Joe. He's good people. Um, next week, I think we have Eric Palicki on, who is a friend of Joe's, who's got uh, uh, his book, Black Myth. Black Myth is uh, going to be in trade soon. So check that out. So we'll have Eric on. We got a lot of big shows coming up. So thank you guys so much for listening. We are the Word Bros Podcast. No, we actually have somebody else too. The uh, Headlocked guy, right? Yeah. The guy yeah. from the Headlocked Wrestling is coming on. What's to his name? His Kickstarter. Mike Kingsington. My, King, Mike Kingsington, I think. Is Mike his last King, so we'll have Mike Kingsington. We'll have Joe Kingston. and then it. Mike Kingston. Kingston and then Eric Palicki. And then we got lots of shows, lots of stuff happening. And we still haven't even talked about us winning the Ringo Award. So I guess we'll do that another time. Yes. Ringo Award winning podcasters and awesome dudes. So thank you guys so much. Tune in next week. It's going to be awesome. You're listening to the Word Bros Podcast. Thewordbros.com. <laughs>